This is the Breathe Again podcast by Ade Chakol. Learn about life, love, family, culture, and spirituality, all from a traditional, divine, and feminine perspective. Welcome to our safe space where we become our highest selves. Hello, hello. We're back. Welcome, Ade. Thank you. We're back um, wrapping up our chat about the moon. So it's, um, if you haven't uh, went back and listened to, I think we did two, right? Our previous yes. two episodes, go back and listen to them. I would highly recommend um, because we've covered a lot about the new moon first quarter. And today we're going to jump right in into the full moon. And a little bit more about the moon and what it symbolizes, how the moon affects us. Uh, there's a lot. There's a lot about the moon. So I hope uh, um, we can cover some today. And we also have questions, a couple of questions, uh, one that I really love. And we'll, we'll be addressing that towards the end of our, of our moon chat. So... Welcome, everybody. Um, so good to be here with you. So good to have this podcast. Uh, and keep your questions coming. Um, and if you like this podcast, after you listen to it, make sure you share it with people who you know will benefit, who will enjoy it, um, so that more people can get this message. But with that said, Lenny again, welcome. How are you doing? Thank you. I'm doing good, my love. Um, we just had a full moon last week in Pisces, which was amazing. And we had, it was September is the ninth month. So uh, I moved that I'm in a vessel, the 9 9 portal, um, which is nine, and num- numerology is, um, is um, how do you say it? Give me the word. <laughs> Nine is completion. I think it means wisdom. Uh, accomplishing. Like when you feel accomplished and um, coming back to full circle. Right. A closing up a chapter. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. It was a powerful moment. Um, like you said, ninth month. And then also... It was the first day Mercury went retrograde. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a powerful weekend. My last yeah. weekend, to say the least. Um, the energy was so intense. And mm. what, do we, you know, what do I mean by that? Uh, to me, I guess the more you work with the, the moon, the planets, the more you become um, sensitized, I guess, to the shifts of the energy. So... For me, I can feel things um, more intense. I can feel things, just a little bit of it, and then I will know exactly, oh, this is why, right? Now the full moon's coming up, and, uh, you know, the full moon, it's fully illuminated. What is it illuminated with? The light of the sun, right? The sunlight is, the the moon is fully receiving that light, the, you know, the full half circle of the moon, I guess, the part of the moon that we can see is reflecting the, the light of the sun. And uh, that's also symbolizes when it comes to us to, to reflect within, right? Everything that we have worked on in the last cycle of the moon, all our intentions, all the things that we've manifested, um, this is the time where it becomes fully illuminated so that we can see what what we've manifested, what's shown up, and then um, to show gratitude for that, but then also for things that are not in alignment, meaning not in aligned with who we are or what we would manifest or aligned with, with God. Uh, this is also the time to say, Thank you. And now I release you. You know, now I, I let this go so that I can have more room to create something that is more aligned. 
to Maya. Uh, and this, you know, I know it seems a little vague when we talk about it this way, but it could be our relationships, right? What has happened in our relationship in the last couple, in the last month or the 28 days of the moon, or of the moon cycle? Right? How have we shown up? Um, and here during this full moon, we can see how we were, you know, what, there, what are the good things that we have created or what are the things that we can improve on um, or at work, for example, you know, in, or how we parent um, anything. It's not just about looking at the moon and looking at something far away from us, but this is about, again, embodying this energy, right? And bringing it home to ourselves um, and seeing life in a, in a more intentional way, you know, in a more wholesome way. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it's, um, it's beautiful how you said... Um, it's not about looking outside of us. I mentioned this before too. I think it was on our first podcast about the moon. Um, how I started realizing that, oh, I'm not separate. Oh, it's not something, you know, out there. This is actually happening within my legs because even, um, you mentioned it when it's full moon, the energy is so, so intense. Emergency rooms have a higher number of accidents and people uh, admitted that day. And even if we are, um, even if, if it sounds vague, when you look at your life, each one of us are affected. When it's full moon, I hear, especially this space, a lot of people say, um, <laughs> When it's full moon, it's just they're at, they're on edge, they're agitated. It's like they're just so uncomfortable, and that's how I started looking at the moon too. Because um, things will be happening in my life, and it will be intense. And so when I go and look at what's happening, you know, on this in the sky. <laughs> It aligns perfectly. The energy aligns perfectly. Ahun, for example, the new moon in Pisces. Pisces um, being a highly empathic sign, the Pisces energy it, it feels everything and sees everything. And so it's heightened, it's sensitive energetically. And so I witnessed that within my life. And me just knowing that, oh, it's a full moon of Pisces. It's like, oh, okay, we're good. We're good. <laughs> it's not just happening to us. And then, yeah, yeah, you know, closure, closure, et cetera, not. Like, oh, it's, it's happening to all of us. It's, it's a universal thing. So instead of it happens, yeah, I think it's also acceptance, right? Oh, it's happening. So I might, I might as well align myself with it and. Like you said, relationship was kahuna. If things need to be let go, or they, if there is a conversation that we need to have, you know, exercising that throat chakra and just allowing things to flow. And I always say, um, speak up and let it burn. Whatever needs to burn down, just let it burn. Um, and so doing that, that's when I realize when I see it. When I see the energy and when I try to compare what's happening within my life, I'm there as Nagarno. And so I might as well just go that way and make it easier on myself because I live in a Zagatra and we're out of alignment trying to control life. Um, freedom, freedom of choice is, um, is such a paradoxical thing. <laughs> we have choice, but, um, it's so limited. And so you either get on board and you align yourself to the universal laws and the universal energies that are going on that we are made of, or we try to go against it. And then that's the thing too. When we're going against it, what law are we following? We're following something. And that is the things that we've been taught, the things that 
you have to be this way. This is who you are. It's we're going against the nature, the natural um, energies and the cycles of life. And we touched on this too um, on our previous podcast. It's like, look at the trees and the animals, everybody, the birds, everything is just flowing. But because there's a conditioning to the, to the human being, that conditioning governs us more. And so we either choose to surrender to the, to the programming, which at the end of the day, it's not even um, we're not finding joy. Um, we're, we're, but when we, for me, at least I found peace, just surrendering to the universe, surrendering to the energies. I'm like, you want me to let go? I'll let go. And sometimes when we let go, our heart breaks. And I found that to be a really great thing. <laughs> the more it breaks, the more um, open it can be. And so um, it's really about aligning yourself to the universal energies and to just nature, really, to nature. If it's time to shed shedding, if it's time to um, medicate, then sowing the seeds. Uh, if it's time to water it, watering it and this this we're talking about our lives we're talking about relationships we're talking about habits we're talking about the way we see ourselves um maybe last full moon the way we see ourselves is not challenged but this full moon it will be but that comes with being in tune with with yourself right how do you i wanted to ask you this how what what would you say is uh how do you know when you're out of the land Mm. I get, I I don't know how to describe it, but I do have a feeling of when I feel anxious. Yeah. Uh, when I feel like I'm forcing things to happen. Um, and then I just don't feel, I have an inner feeling of oh, something is not right. And we all have right? this intuition that tells you, I'm, I'm forcing this thing to happen. Um, I'm, I know I'm going against the flow versus with the flow. Uh, you know, when I'm trying to control an outcome of a situation, all these things, I know how to get out of alignment because when I'm in alignment also, I know the feeling. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, wow. I don't even like, it's always surprising of how things that happen for me versus me trying to make things happen. And I'm not saying that we, we don't need to work hard. Of course, you know, not hard, but we need to be intentional on how we do things in our lives. Whether, you know, we need to be intentional about our relationship. We need to be intentional about our work, our life, anything. But Sometimes we get so caught up in the result, in the outcome of our action versus the experience and going through the process. And whenever I'm reaching out to, oh, when is this going to happen? I have to make this happen and all that stuff. Okay. That's when I'm in alignment and spirit. It's like, okay, do you and then see what happens. <laughs> literally that's what happened it's okay too you know it's okay because most of these things most of our time most of the time we tell them this is not good for you and then they do it anyway. They rush anyway. And then something happens. And then they look at us like, and we look at them like, okay. <laughs> you don't want to say I told you to, but something inside of you knows that, all oh, right, my baby has learned their lesson, right? And I feel like examining uh, God from above, that's what is happening. It's like he tells us God, you know, father, mother, God, they always 
are there guiding us? And this is what it is, right? Most of the time, people ask, um, I wish there was a manual for life, right? I wish we had a manual for life, get us into one that kind of there is, right? Kind of there is. And that's the, the, you know, the above, the sky. Look at the stars, look at the planets, look at the moon. All of these are our guides, they're symbols. Mm-hmm. And when we learn to connect with them, you mentioned, right, the, the full moon in Pisces. Pisces is the last zodiac sign. Mm-hmm. It's, a, again, completion, nine-nine, completion. It's a coming back full circle. And this moon, when it's a full moon, it illuminates, right? It shows everything, um, its brightness. So it's showing us, okay, what have we done all this time in this coming through this, going through the zodiac, uh, what have we done? What have we manifested? What have we been up to? We've been up to something, all of us. And it's a time for us to, to see that, to see ourselves, to show gratitude, see what we learn from, what we can improve from, and actually taking that step because we are required at this time we are required to to show up as the person who we know we are, right? To either start that business that we always wanted to start, uh, show up as our full self in our relationship, in our business, in our work, as a parent, however it is, to speak up, to use our voice, all of these things, uh, the dreams that we've held on all this time but not taken action on. Mm-hmm. The time where we can do that or we can choose not to, but then we have to repeat the cycle all over again. Mm-hmm. Oh. That's why it's so important now to more than ever to to see, to learn, give gratitude, and then take that action. Absolutely. And then also to um, the ways that we have been, you know, reaching out, judging and out, then waiting for something else to rescue us. Because that's why we wouldn't start the, the job, the, the business that we wanted. That's why we wouldn't, um, you know, bring the dream to life. Because we're like, we're waiting for something to happen. We're waiting for God to speak. You know, God has been speaking to me. <laughs> and, I, and I was saying uh, the other day, um, a lot of our people, because we're speaking to our community, right? We pray. We pray. But do you listen? <laughs> a lot of ways that we were taught to pray, a lot of us is like, we're talking up God. Like, out of that, then we go, okay, do we listen though? And so, in a way, we'd be waiting for a message, a sign, or something else to come and rescue us, something else to come and say, okay, it's time. But really, um, if we were to stay still and listen, the message has been there all along, all along. And then that's why this full moon, because nothing, nothing is coincidental. The universe is so intelligent, is so intelligent beyond what we can fathom and it's all in order, and that's why it's illuminating everything and showing us, okay, here's what you've done, and here's what you have, and that's why the, the Pis- Pisces energy, but um, intense Mahonu, um, sensitive Mahonu, the fact that we can feel everything and see everything, and I'm sure um, people would relate. Your dreams will be so vivid. Um, you're more... In- you know, sensitive to energies, to other people, and all of it, and visions, um, messages, downloads will come will come through. And so that's showing us, like, okay, it, it's been here all along. What are you going to do about it right now? Are you going to accept the road that you came through? Because um, when, we, when we're able to see it, um, if we're judging, that's another book. <laughs> Judging that's another bump. We are because at the core of it, we're love. Love doesn't judge. Love just loves. 
And so, <laughs> and accepting, accepting where we're at um, through the 12 zodiacs travels in Nare. Are we going to accept them, love ourselves for the effort that we put in, and then take the lesson and do what we need to do next? Or are we going to repeat? And how many times do we need to repeat a cycle for us to learn, really? I always say this to myself. This is my original speech for myself. Like, how many times do you need to go through this to say it's enough? Yeah. I mean, you know, I, most of us have heard this term, right? We're all co-creators. We're co-creating with the universe. What yeah. that means is literally, you're such an experience. You're such an right? It's not just, already, uh, and that's it. You have no, Will, you have nothing, I didn't, you know, I don't think any religion says that. There is this mention of will, free will. Uh, but what people in that show, they don't realize this, right? So we just pray, we make so many requests. Uh, but we've given our responsibility of ourselves to anybody but ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> right? Uh, I don't know. We've given so much of responsibility. Our happiness, right? We expect other people to, to make us happy. Why? Because uh, we, and then the moment they stop, right? The moment they change the things that they do, and they don't make us happy anymore. Versus, it's us. It's us. We have given a responsibility to someone when that responsibility should be our own. We are co-creating. And he has also given us all the tools, all the equipments that we need. If we know how to use these tools, uh, we can create better. Now, and the reason why, and I honestly, I believe this, the reason why most people suffer is because they don't know how to create their lives, how to manifest good things that they want, how to dream better. We don't, many people don't know that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we do it anyway. So we create things that don't align or things that don't make us happy. But we have to learn how to do this. We have to learn how to create better things. And the, the tools are given to us. They're free. Right? Uh, we just need to be more aware of ourselves. We need to be more aware of our energy, how powerful we are. And then most importantly, we need to be aware of what we're thinking. Because it's in the mind, through our thoughts, that we create, right? And that everything we think about has some. It's literally manifesting in real life. Kadam's action. Kadam, you mentioned the throat chakra. Kadam's action in It manifests into a real physical thing. We see it. This is how life happens, and that it's so important to. Why are we talking about the moon? Because the moon affects our energy. So anything that affects our energy, we should know about. We should study this stuff. Our energy is how we create life. And uh, I really, really, you know, encourage everyone listening to to do their homework, to to learn about your inner self, your inner... A lot of people know their sun sign, right? That's horoscope light, but we're way more than that. We are affected with so many um, other beings. <laughs> and let's, let's get to know these, these energies, how they affect us. Uh, because the more we know them, the more we get to know ourselves.
And that um, one thing I want to add to this is um, I was recently talking to someone and she said to me, um, what are these anyway? Um, and she said, but um, but for me, who know? And uh, made me chuckle because so that's that's some deep rooted programming right there because we were taught and me I wish I found so I I I've heard these stories up front. Uh, and can you just say say a few things? Mm-hmm. I guess, Mamlek, um, I need to know what that means, but um, because to me, Mamlek, to worship or to, it's to show sign of respect and love. Um, but because right? We are, we don't understand how amazing we are. Not just us, but anything else. Uh, the plants, the trees, and all. There's there's this thing of showing love and respect and oneness, because we see that we're no different. We see that they're a manifestation of God, meaning right now are we saying just this one zaf is god that's like examining boxes yeah impossible god is everything so for me it's like oh it's like but what about everything else right so it's more of showing gratitude and showing love to what God has created and to see that the role these things play, right? Nature. Without nature, you exist Maraganj. Without water, you exist Maraganj, right? Without the tiny microbes, the tiny bacteria, you exist Maraganj. So it's like nature by itself, it's one full cycle that's interdependent on itself. So we ought to appreciate it, right? We ought to love it and respect it. And that's what God is. God is all-inclusive of all these things. So that and I said, when we go hug a tree, it's saying, thank you, God, for this beautiful tree, right? Thank you. Any design of my verses, uh, just because we look up the moon and we we talk to the moon doesn't mean we're worshiping the moon, but we're understanding how the moon is part of God, God's creation, and looking at it that way. Um, but we have to be again. There, it's a slippery slope, right? We need to understand that we have to come from love. Because if there's any ego, right, anything that's outside of God, then we can move on to darkness and start manipulating these energies. Mm-hmm. Because we're powerful. We're powerful, powerful beings. You know, and that we can manipulate a lot of energy. That's where dark magic comes from. That's where people uh, use their, their powers, their energy to use, to use it for something dark and harmful. Because they can't. <laughs> the further we go out from love from what you know what god is the further we go from there the further we're sinking into the darkness yeah. um, because the darkness is is where everything is right that's where creation is. but as light beings as as humans who have god within themselves our task is to create light from anything that's dark the transmute. And I think that's how we bring balance um, back into this world too. And it's important to bring balance because look at what we've created this far. 
<laughs> and it's that's um, when we utilize the the energy of the moon to transmute and to bring balance back into our lives, um, as within, so without, as above, so below. So with such and balance and not as the joke, then we get to heal the world. We get to balance the world one person at a time, one household at a time. Um, but I can't sit here, wait for, I don't know. That's It goes with the concept of uh, worshiping too. If you're worshiping, you're waiting for something to come and rescue you. Mm-hmm. But how is God in everything and everybody, and yet you're waiting for God outside of you? It doesn't make sense to me. And so with the knowledge, um, and even in the Bible says, um, and we walk with half-truths, especially those of us that have the, that learned knowledge and this knowledge from a rel- religious institutions, we have half-truths. Um, and the only way to really understand what is being said and then also be able to practice it within ourselves without the ego, without any materialistic um, driven intentions is to go within. Because when you experience God for yourself, then all of this, it's just all foolishness. Anything going on in the world is foolishness. And so then, then we get to create from that peaceful place, from that um, love, which is us. And, and whatever we create from that space is, is light and it's, it's, it's helpful. And, um, and that's how I see it. Yeah. I, yeah. I love that. I'm, and I love what, you know, uh, Rumi and you always say it too. We walk each other home, right? Um, and, you know, God is something to be, experienced right. most of us i think like people can learn the bible right but um from front to back and that's good that's great uh, whether it's a bible the quran the kabbalah anything uh, but we have uh, if we miss the part of meditate right that means if we miss the part of okay i have to be able to come sit by myself and feel what I learned. I have to reach within myself and then experience God within myself. There's so many other God. It separates beliefs just because I read this book, this verse, and I believe it because, you know, this teacher, very uh, high priest told me so. And then I took it and I believe it and I leave it at that. That just stays in the mind, just information, knowledge, a belief. Mm-hmm. Then soon we have to take that deep. We have to take it further down into our hearts and marry it with ourselves, meaning experience God without ourselves. So when we open the Bible, we start reading the Bible differently because yeah. the Bible is written in codes. And people who can understand that can really understand the Bible. And this is what it is, right? We have to awaken the Holy Spirit within ourselves. Nobody else can do that for me. You can learn about organized religion everywhere, but we need to come back to ourselves. We need to understand not just to talk to God, but to listen to God. And when we listen to God, God will guide us. It will answer all these questions. That's why people say the answer is already within you, right? Everybody, nowadays, everybody's like, you can just go and look and the answer is already within. What that means is the God within you will answer that question. It's not separate. Yeah, for sure. And then to, um, to get to the God within you, yeah, pro- the programming of who you were told, you know, when we come to this world, it's a, it's a, it's blank. We don't remember anything. Um, 
um, um, first, we got to get past the resentment <laughs> of why that had to happen. Because I was angry. <laughs> what? Yeah. <laughs> and so coming to terms with, okay, this had to happen. All right. And so, and then I had, I had accepted a whole new programming from society. In society, Kadarasabet evolution, Kadarabet understanding. What a little Miramado, Badalabet understanding level now. And so, from where they're at, they gave us what they can with what they know. Now, is it working for you? For me, it wasn't working. It just not, it was just, it was a mismatch. <laughs> it was a mismatch from the get go. <laughs> I always felt like I was in the wrong family, in the wrong school, in the wrong friend list. All it just it never made sense. Um, and when I just something big had to happen, and I celebrate that day every year now because that woke me like it just brought everything to light. Because that's when I started asking, okay, this is the person I think I am. But this is how I'm showing up. This is my actions are saying otherwise. But I truly believe I am this person. So why is there my current reality? Why is there like, why? And that was a big question that, that made me look within. And from there, it's a rabbit hole. But unless we take that we just pause and say, okay, what I see and what I feel is not the same. And it's, that's, that's the misalignment, right? But even in that, that's alignment for me because at that moment, I was, was stay by Rebush, Salam Balada. I wouldn't be where I'm at right now. So I was alive then and even before then and Ahunam. That's, I don't believe in questions. I not like, it's a trippy trip, but it's so beautiful. The, the, they call it the, a divine game, uh, Mila, right? Um, it's such a beautiful divine game. Everything is as it should be. And so we're always aligned. It's really about coming to that, um, okay, I'm aligned. So even though it's chaotic, even though I don't like it, it's trying to show me something. To get me to where I, I need to be, to get me to really never see me to death for best full time. I never see me to death for better time for better life. Create la madre generosity. That's where it's taking me and trusting. That's trusting, like deep trust in the Holy Spirit, deep trust in God, um, and that brings us back home. Home is where we feel aligned for me. Home is where we feel. Um, like we have the most awareness and we are aware of what we are creating. And, you know, when shit starts happening, we're not, we're not, uh, we're not dramatic about it. You know what I mean? It's like, okay, I've created it. I'll take responsibility. Um, is, is it easy? No, but I'll take responsibility and really like wearing that uh, adult pants and, and, and taking care of ourselves and what we have created. I love that. Yeah. And, you know, being home doesn't mean, as long as there's a Chalam Life Skalentras, doesn't mean that everything will go. Maybe it will. I don't know. <laughs> it doesn't really mean that everything will go perfect and you will not have any, you will not experience any pain or suffering or, I don't think so. You know, I, I don't know. If, if someone is living a life where they're in heaven here, Great. Can you please tell me how? <laughs> you know, but home coming home means to me that you see the imbalance of this world. You see that there are people who are deliberately doing something uh, nonsense and hurtful, or you don't like your job, for example. You don't like something, right? It's to be in that situation. And not hate yourself, hate your life, but just to see it and say, oh, okay, this is there, right? What am I creating 
Or what do, what do I need to learn from this? Uh, what can I change? What can I let go of? What am I, what am I holding on to that are creating these things? And to be in just such a blissful place to just watch and observe. Mm. Yeah, that's what holds. It's to, to feel the comfort our children feel at home when they're not happy, but then they're also fine because they know that they're safe. They know that mom and dad are home. Yeah, they don't get to watch what they want to watch. They don't get to play or whatever. That sucks. But at the end of the day, they know that they're okay. They know that um, they're safe and home. To me, that what home is. That's what being aligned with God is. To to know that I am creating the life that I'm living, and I have what it takes to change it. You know. Um, and the responsibility again is on my hands. That's me creating, co-creating with God. Uh, that's what home means with me. And I feel like this brings us uh, as a great segue to answer, you know, especially that beautiful question that came through about letting go. Um, yeah. Yeah. Do you want to do you want to crack at that first lady, or do you want me to go? Um. Yeah. Okay. So, so she, um, this beautiful queen said, I've been listening. Wait. Um, I'm trying to see what, where I should start. <laughs> <laughs> I opened the whole thing. Um, okay. She, she's asking, how do you let go? Right. She said, um, what do you mean? Can you talk about, can you talk more about letting go? I know what it means, but I'm struggling on the things that I thought I have let go comes coming back. And my thoughts and makes me to think what I have done is right or wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Retrograde. Retrograde where we're, Six planets are retro and in, in retrograde right now. And what retrograde means is um when the planets normally come behave but clockwise, when they're giving they they look like they're going backwards. And at that time, there's a Vivea, but it's habits of judging, things that we thought we outgrew. But you know, by um people and relationships that um, completed cycle and want that the many call not show. And a lot of things that we just, um, Sancharis, Yezaganacho, Yanlef Nacho, and Gavrisam, and Sayyamatari. Um, and that, that, I think that's what you're experiencing, um, when you're, when you said things come back. Um, but also letting go. Letting go is a whole thing. Oh my God, letting go is a whole thing. For me, letting go is, um, first First thing I would say is, can you ask yourself what happens? Like what, what, what happens if I let go? Because the mind could create so many stories around what would come, but um, most of the time it's like on the subconscious, so we don't really hear it or see it. Um, and actually, right before we got into the question, I wanted to say for everybody that's listening, I encourage you until the next podcast, until we meet again, uh, to just observe your mind. When things happen, when you feel chaotic, when you feel out of alignment, what is? what are you saying to you? What are you saying about the, the, the situation that you're in, about your life, what you've created? And I'm not saying, what are you saying to people? What is being said in your head? The voices in your head, what are they saying? Um, and from there, you can create so much more. You can bring so much awareness. So um, I say, when we're talking about letting go, what is, what, what happens? Just asking what, why, what would happen if I let go? And I think that would give so much, so much um, insight to why um we're scared to let to let go Mm, beautiful 
Yeah, because I feel it. Sometimes we can feel it in our body. Like when I'm trying to let go of something, I can feel my body resisting. You know, I can feel tension in my body. And that means that I do have some strong connection to whatever it is that I'm trying to let go of. So it's so important when you are working and letting go of something, observe how that makes you feel. Observe it. And if you can, in fact, Observe where you feel that sensation in your body. You know, Uh, is it in your womb? Is it in your gut? Is it in your throat? Is it in your heart? Those things will give you a sign into, like, if it's in your heart, it could probably mean, you know, maybe your heart was broken sometime in the past. Um, Is it a relationship thing? Or if it's hurting in your throat, are you not? being authentic enough? Are you not speaking your truth? Are you not expressing yourself? Um, It depends. So first taking a look at that and then start working on that chakra Mm -hmm. um, in your body will help you release and let go. Um, But when I think of letting go, yes, things will come up, right? Because when we think we're letting go of something, we're we're letting go of what we experience at that moment. And that could be something just on the surface. Maybe what we're trying, we're letting go is just the tip of the surface, but the big iceberg down there, maybe we haven't even touched it. Right. So as you go on in life saying, Hey, I've let this go. That iceberg, that part that you didn't see eventually will start popping up again. Right. So it's okay, but does it mean you've done things wrong? There's no doing this right or wrong, by the way, right? It just means the part of the surface that you were not able to see in the past when you were letting go, that part that you were not able to see is making itself visible for you right now. Mm. But you just need to do that practice over again, right? Say, thank you. Now I see you. So that means I can let you go again. You know, and then we do this again and, and again and again until eventually we clear out that whole huge iceberg. Uh, these things, right, things that we are trying to let go of, they stem from maybe our childhood. I mean, we have to be aware that it has taken years and years and years for these things to develop. That means they have a strong hold on us, even though we didn't know that, even though they might have looked different in the past. So we can't just expect one thing to just disappear. One thing that has taken years to develop, we can't just expect it to disappear. Sometimes it does. If it does in one go, great. If it doesn't, though, we know that it has taken years to develop. So it might take some time also to clean it up. and. just be patient. Um, give some grace to yourself. Continue to do your rituals. And, you know, this is why I feel like it's so important, right? Um, to to do like moon circles, right? To work with the, these energies. This is how they can help you. You can do releasing work any time of the year, any time of the day, any time of the month. But when you work with the planets, right? Depending on what you're trying to let go of. If you're trying to let go of a relationship, for example, right? Working with Venus um, and then working on Friday, which is Venus's day. If you're trying to, uh, you know, working with the days and the planets will help you intensify that energy. It's, it's yours, but you're, when you're doing it in the right time, the right day, all these things will work for you. The planets are there to work for you. The nature is there to assist you. So learn about what you can use these different rituals as you're letting go and implement them in your practice. I think that's that's what I would say. Absolutely. And then I wanted to add, um, would they keep coming back? Um, I know it sounds cheesy, but it's so real. It strengthens love with self. Um, 
the compassion and that also actually means that LC methods, the acceptance, all that that is refining us and helping us grow. So it all serves a purpose. Yeah. It really does. And then surrendering to that purpose, surrendering to the lesson there, there is obviously we need patience. That's what we need. And so practicing patience builds our resilience. And so we're able to take on, on, you know, life doesn't get easy. We just learn how to do hard better with grace. And so it, it builds our resiliency. So it all serves a purpose. And even when we take a shower, we can cleanse and release uh, water, water holds uh, memory. This is, this is uh, scientifically studied as well. Um, water holds memory. So you can talk to your water and drink it. You can say something to your water and drink it and it will cleanse you. Um, so there's a lot that you can do around rituals uh, as well. And then are they in that show or working with the planetary powers, energies, and the, and the moon energies. And it's as simple as writing the things that you don't want and burning them. And if I don't know, seriously, like I have to be very intentional about what I write because I've seen things disappear out of my life. <laughs> and so like, I really, it was just like, it was fun, you know? It was fun. And so, okay, let's do more rituals. Let's write it down and let's just let it go. But the more I see it um, actually manifesting in my reality, then I learned to be um, more more intentional. Um, I and then when I started my journey, I had no guidance. I was like doing it, winging it, and I learned from so many mistakes. So, yeah, yeah, absolutely. And the more we work with it, with our energy, the more we grow and progress. The more we can do. You're right. It's like giving a child something. Some tool that's dangerous. You wouldn't just hand a child that, right? You want to make sure they're prepared. And I feel like um, God does that, right? He, he prepares us through our challenges, through whatever we go through. And if we actually are intentional and we learn our lesson, then our powers will increase, right? So we become, when we're letting go, we really let go <laughs> because now. Uh, we have more, we have, um, what's the word? We, we're, we get better at our rituals. We get better on how we direct energy and channel energy. So then, yeah, yeah, we become more and more powerful. Yeah. Oh, um, one more thing I wanted to add. Forgiveness. Forgiveness is the biggest tool that you can utilize to let go of something whether you it be you forgiving you and it's always you forgiving you because <laughs> even if you had a fallout with somebody and you want to release them you still have to forgive yourself for uh, you putting you in that position so there's always a part of um self needing to forgive self and so that is huge and then forgiving the situation, the things, people, places, and really, and you can do this in meditation too. Um, and you can feel, you can feel your energy when you forgive the heaviness. You can, just, the more you drop into your body, you start communicating, you start learning how spirit communicates with you. Is um, like, spirit is within all of us and it, it, it speaks. It really speaks and how it speaks to me is going to be very different that, than how it speaks to you. And so really dropping into our body and learning the, um, the language of the spirit and seeing, did we really let go? You know, is it gone yet? And checking in with ourselves and learning uh, the language will help us as well. Yes. Oh my goodness. Great point because the mind can be very tricky, right? <laughs> Our mind can be very, very tricky. So you might have said, Hey, I'll let go and I'm, I'm done with this. But then, uh, 
your mind probably made you think that you did, right? A part of you was really, didn't really, really want to go. Or you were doing it just to satisfy uh, your need to let go, right? You're doing it just to show to yourself that you let go or uh, to show to others that you let, let, let go. We can do this in many ways, uh, but our brain, our mind is a trickster. So we need to be careful at that. And then you also mentioned that another thing that helps me answer when I fall, answer myself, when I fall out of alignment is whenever I'm pointing the finger on somebody else, right? It's, <laughs> it's always you. Like, it, I know <laughs> to me, that's what's such a hard thing to grasp again, because it was, my ego was so strong, right? Like how how this person did this to me, and or I hate this organization. They 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 make me suffer. So many things. Mm. Uh, but to come back to yourself and say, well, they kind of made the choices to take me here. I am here because of all the choices that I've made. Uh, and that's a hard pill to swallow. But that's the real let go. That's the real one. I've seen myself. Um, I've, I've fallen to this, to this rabbit hole of, I'll be like, uh, my mind, the ego, the mind gives readers as to, you know, Hey, they did this and that. And so I'm just going to let go. But that comes with a sense of, I'm better. Like they're at fault mm-hmm. or, um, they're the ones that, that are doing this. So they don't deserve me. And that's, that's ego too. And so it's a, it's a, it's a slippery slope. <laughs> and that's why I say like, we need to drop into our body. I think, I, I think that's, that has been the biggest, the biggest thing for me, dropping into the body and learning the language of spirit and learning to navigate those realms. Yeah. 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 Self-awareness. I mean, you know, the end of the day, uh, if anything, you know, Come back to yourself and do not be afraid to be authentic, but to yourself, at least begin from there, right? Um, nobody's saying this is easy. And I know we had that question too last time. Nobody says this is going to be easy. You will be challenged, but be grateful for your challenges too, because they're just directing you to exactly what you need to work on. Yeah. And get support, get community support. Um, again, this this journey is is we could do it alone, but we don't have to. Um, it's it's almost much easier when it's done with people that can support you, people who know what you're talking about. Because uh, most of these conversations, let's be honest, we can't just have them with our coworkers or. Um, you know, just anybody. It would be great if we did, but most of the time we can't. So create your own uh, tribe. I think that's very, very important. Uh, people who keep you accountable. Um, there's so many resources, so many books. I know we have our book club that Delaney is leading, which is amazing. Uh, I learned the Four Agreements book that we're currently reading many times but there's something different when you come with your sisters and then you the man show but in sympathy <laughs> yes absolutely uh, the, way, the way how and then Satya and Abarono, like when you read the bible the bible is is, is quotes it's written in quotes and when you read it versus um, a preacher. I love preachers. I have nothing against preachers and I love listening to a good preach, but it's so different when you read it and when you hear it from somebody else. It's so different. And well, you're probably going to get another message than what I would get. And it's it's the same way. Like when I'm in there and I'm listening to everybody, the way it comes through um, each sister and the way they describe it, the way they understand it, it's so profound to me. It is. It's language. It is so beautiful. Thank you so much for that. And um, yeah, 
I think I feel like we can do a whole podcast on letting go. Maybe we will. You know, <laughs> there's just so much to talk about. Yeah. But thank you all for you know listening to this floor. Again, please let us know if you have any questions. If you want us to elaborate on some things, go deeper. Yeah. Um, that's why we're here. We love doing this. We love sharing this with you. Um, as we share it, we're sharing it to ourselves. Every time I do a podcast, honestly, I get something for myself also. So just want to say I'm deeply grateful. Thank you. And we will see you next time. Bye-bye. Do you have anything to add? No, I love you guys. See you soon. See you soon. Bye, loves. If this podcast, if this episode has made sense to you, if you like it, go ahead and share it. Tag me on it on Instagram, um, whatever that, you know, you feel called to. That will help. Leave me a review. That also helps. And I am so grateful for you. Love you, beautiful folks. Until next time. Stay divine.